All right, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for kicking with us, even if it's just for a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. We in the treehouse today. We got some big kid rock stars. We got Big Nick and Marcus, the Irish car bomb. And today we're playing top three. Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome and appreciate that amazing applause. All right, we're playing top three. You know the drill. You know the deal. We don't got to get into what it is. It's easy. It's top three. So today's topic for top three is hangover foods. Oh, my head hurts. Well, I don't feel yeah. so good. Hey. <laughs> Many individuals will enjoy going out and having a few drinks responsibly, obtain safe and sober transportation home. But we also have others that might overindulge with alcohol and find themselves waking up feeling rough with a not-so-pleasant hangover. Where's the Advil? Yes, we are here to help those individuals out today with the Big Kids Top 3 Hangover Foods. So grab your aspirin, antacids, and Pepto-Bismol, and let's blast our way into top three hangover foods. <laughs> also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to the show. Give us a rating review. It really goes a long way. Hey, give us a little message. Tell us tell us you love Big Nick's voice or whatever. It's, it's all fun. Send us a message, baby. <laughs> Huge thank you to all you big kids out there listening and kicking with us. We love you guys. Marcus, you won the coin flip today. You kick it off first. Hit us with your number three. Hangover food. Hangover foods. As always, gentlemen, these top threes are always trickier underneath the surface. We always come up with the idea. Then it's like, oh, actually, I can't take the credit. This was definitely a shout out from a few of our fans that requested this. But, man, you start getting under the you start getting into the bottle. It's a little rougher than uh, than you plan sometimes. <laughs> well, and and the big kid research team took this one way too literally. So they really yes. they just got super hammered every night, and then woke up and tried to figure out what was the best food. And I was like, "You guys are gonna need to go to rehab or get a liver transplant or something." I saw those Uber <laughs> Plus charges. I was like, "What is going on?" Oh. Yeah, Big Nick, you're you guys gonna have got to, a limo? What the big hell? Big Nick, you're gonna have to prove a very expensive bill for the uh, last couple of weeks here, buddy. Well, and the sleeping arrangements got very awkward after a while. Very yeah. awkward. Yeah, little, <laughs> little little Kenny was like sleeping upside down with his pants off. It was really weird. Got real weird. <laughs> yeah. Real weird. All right. So, what do I eat the day after a hangover? Let me just say first off, hangovers are the effing worst. Like I. I don't think there's anything worse of having like the night of your life and then waking up the next day and feeling like absolute shit. Like (laughs) it doesn't get any worse than headaches, dehydration and whatever comes with it. But something that helps recuperate from that, especially in my younger years, is going to be my number three selection. And that's going to be pizza. Now, in my younger years, it definitely was going to be leftover pizza mm-hmm. right so it was probably whatever pizza you ordered the night before hopefully somebody didn't bogart all the last pieces <laughs> and you had a couple slices sitting out there on the table was it safe to eat i don't know probably but i did it anyway and guess what something about the cheese the grease and the bread i always felt like you always like convince yourself of things especially when you don't feel good you're like man this bread is really going to soak up the rest yep. of that alcohol. It's going <laughs> to it's going to be like a sponge in my stomach. It's just going to soak up the rest of that Captain Morgan or Goldschlager or whatever the hell yeah. I was an idiot with last night. So, to me it was pizza. I'd say whatever comes on it. Obviously, if it had some pepperoni, I wouldn't argue. If it had some green pepper, I wouldn't argue. Now, if it had like some anchovies, nope. peel off the anchovy and still eat the pizza. 
still got the anchovy flavor layered in there. Oh, it's sitting there yeah, overnight. One. Or like some- me, like onions. Like I'm not an onion guy. I'd probably peel it off and still eat it if it was onions. But you know, a lot of people don't go straight to like, man, when I have a hangover, I want some fish. <laughs> <laughs> Dead fish sounds you got, delicious. You got, any, you got any fish? Like, dude, get out of my house. <laughs> Doesn't have eyeballs still? Nah, I'm all set. Mm, that sounds good. Set. I'll have some of those. But yeah, pizza. So I specifically and especially in my more hangover prone years, we had a place called Adriatico's that was nearby. And Adriatico's, anybody who is in, I don't know if it's really anywhere outside of Southwest Ohio, but. Well, uh, Big Nick and Mark there. So there's two. There's one in in, on UC's campus and there's one on Ohio State's campus. The Ohio State State University's campus. Yes. Yes. Right by the Ohio Stadium, actually. Yes. Exactly. So if you're planning a night of debauchery and. Heavy drinking, get yourself an Adriatico's pizza. Get They used to sell, they used to call it the Bearcat pizza, but it was literally like, what was it, like three feet long? It was something insane. Like it had to take up their whole oven. Yeah, it was huge. And it was deep dish, which I'm normally not a fan of, but this, I don't know, man, it was the bomb, like slightly spicy sauce. And again, being the giant pizza that it was, there was always some left over because it was just an insane amount of pizza. So that would have been my go-to. But any any pizza will do. Obviously, you can't really go wrong with pizza. But yes. uh, hey, cheers to, cheers to Adriatico's. Uh, that's one of my favorite pizzas as well. And uh, even uh, me and Big Nick had a little little adventure to Adriatico's a couple years back. So it's yeah. it's tasty and I, and I true. I, their sauce might be my favorite pizza sauce. Very good sauce. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. So Mark likes himself a little cold pizza in the morning. No, that's the other question. Do you eat it cold or do you heat it up? How bad is my headache? <laughs> yeah. Do I have three? There's days you wake up and you're like, I need food now. I can't even wait 45 seconds for this thing to go through the microwave. Right? Because your mind, your thinking changes when you're hungover. It's not like you're like clear minded and you're like, hmm, let me I'm sharp the as oven a tack. <laughs> I'll throw this back in the oven for four minutes on a slightly less than warm temperature so it doesn't burn the bot. No, you're just like, get that in my stomach. And I'm not a cold pizza guy, but when you're hungover, all rules are off the table. <laughs> oh, buddy. All right. So Mark's going cold, at, depending on the severity. If it's, a, if it's a nine or above, it's cold pizza. <laughs> all right. Big Nick, hit us with your number three, hangover food. So cold pizza for many, many years would have cracked the top three for Big Nick here. Um <laughs> uh, and you're right. You you order the pizza the night before while you're punishing yourself, and then the next <laughs> morning while when you're paying the piper, uh, you hope that there's some pizza left over. But uh, not not anymore, because Big Nick is older and wiser. Right? There's there's only two good advantages to being older. It's hopefully you've become wiser. Number one, and number two, hopefully you have some more money than you had when you were (laughs) in your 20s. So the way that I diagnosed this hangover problem these days is, look, there are many different kinds of hangovers. There are many different (laughs) symptoms of hangovers, right? And then on top of that, there are also different ways of dealing with or treating different types of hangovers. So I have three different ways that I deal with a hangover. So a top three is super fitting for Big Nick 
here today in this category. Now, my number three, and this is my least favorite approach to treating a hangover. This is what I call the Rip Van Winkle method. All right. This is where I want to go back to sleep immediately after filling my belly. And in some situations, situations that I found myself in, or I guess put myself in rather, I wouldn't mind if I were to go full on Rip Van Winkle and sleep for a full 20 years straight afterwards. So (laughs) for my number three, fill the belly, go comatose afterwards and sleep this thing off method, Rip Van Winkle style, I'm going to go with grilled cheese and tomato soup. Sop that stuff up, get that warm food in you. Maybe a little nutrition is in there too to help, help, uh, help stave off this, uh, hangover that you, that you, when, you know, when you wake up and you got a real bad one that you need to sleep off, you're like, this feels like it's going to last for three days if I don't go back to sleep. (laughs) So yeah, I get the grilled cheese, no American cheese. Remember we've discussed this before. We we, we know that. Yeah. No American cheese. Thank you, big. This country does does a lot of things well. American cheese, not one of them. And again, we are a dominant force. I've told you many times. I've told you that our president should, you know, has the ability to mind choke somebody from across the room. (laughs) We are a dominant force. And so what we should do as a nation is band together and just take somebody else's cheese that is much better than American. (laughs) Claim it as ours. You know, years ago. American flag in that shit. Years ago, I started the Gulf of America campaign, and that's worked out perfectly. If you buy a globe today, it now says Gulf of America, wedged right between Mexico and Florida. I want to see one of those globes. Yeah, so, I haven't seen one of those. <laughs> Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, and, and the people in power, I, I, I'm reaching and I'm calling out to you now. Let's Please. Let's go into a country. We don't need to invade it. We just... Take their cheese and slap our damn name and our flag on it. And then that is American cheese going forward. The thing is, like, we don't even have to subvert that good of a cheese to overtake American cheese. Like, it could be a very subpar cheese and it could still be an upgrade. Like, hey, Munster, boom, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, American cheese is literally like the, the, it's the, I'm going to make some people mad. It's the cilantro of the cookbook. I I can't stress this enough. American cheese only belongs in one place, and that's in the trash can, you know? It tastes like the machine that manufactured it to me. Like, that's the only taste coming from American cheese. So uh, my my grilled cheese, if I'm making it myself, it's going to have probably some cheddar, maybe even provolone. Don't be afraid to – don't shy away from the smoked cheeses either. Put a little smoked cheese on that grilled cheese. And then – I need me some uh, I need some tomato soup because I'm going to be dunking and diving in that soup with that grilled cheese all day long and sop it all up, eat it. And then boom, Rip Van Winkle right back to bed, sleep it off. (laughs) Now, honest question. Does the tomato soup create any acidity issues? Because yes. So like I love tomato soup, but I I know sometimes if I'm not careful, I I get a little crazy with it. I eat too much and then I end up with like some heartburn, you know, it ends up biting you a little. 
I you get be careful with your portion size. Without getting too far into the weeds here, I love any kind of tomato sauce, soup, you know, pasta, pizza. That is the thing I can eat every day. And but I do. I overindulge. I get the heartburn. I get a little indigestion. Mm. Maybe a. I, I actually don't know if I know the difference between indigestion and like acid reflux. Isn't it really just the same thing? Are we just calling these? Yeah. Hey, and by the way, when did partly sunny become partly cloudy? Was I asleep for 20 years? I don't know what's happened. Tomato, tomato, buddy. Tomato, tomato, <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> do, you, do you have a tomato soup go-to? Like, are you, if it's hangover time, is it like, all right, I got to pop a can of Campbell's and just go with it? Or do you, like, make your own? Or what, what's going on there? Well, Campbell's isn't bad. I'll, I'll, I will certainly go with some Campbell's. I can doctor up a Campbell's and make it, make it uh, taste and appear to be like a fancy restaurant. Uh, tomato soup, a tomato basil would be my go-to if I had a, you know, had a, a, a choice, but no, if you, if you're just pulling stuff out of the cupboard and hoping to, uh, remedy yourself, drop me some Campbell's. Don't mind well, it. Well, then next time we're around. So my wife makes maybe the greatest tomato soup I've ever had in my entire life. I'm on my way. Yeah. And, and I don't, and I honestly, <laughs> Are you I don't trying to set up a wife swap situation. Is that possi- what you're talking possibly. about? Okay. But it's, I mean, and I'm not even like, I, 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 I wouldn't pick tomato soup as even like my top five soups, but this thing is amazing. And she actually, Whoa. it's, it's super healthy. So you win, win. So I'll, I'll, at the minimum, I'll, I'll have her whip you up a batch and you'll be good to go for at least a couple of days, Boom. buddy. You are a beautiful person. Thank you, man. All right, Big Nick's got grilled cheese and tomato soup. No American cheese on that grilled cheese. Make sure you document that. That's right. No right. cilantro either. And, and no cilantro. <laughs> cilantro. <laughs> God bless America, no cilantro. All right. So Mr. B, his number three, hangover food. I'm going to go super simple, easy to do. It's called toast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and to, to add on to that toast... Really, it would be toast. You put a little peanut butter on it, and then if you want to get real froggy, you put a couple uh, slices of banana on it. Oh man, that is! But I think there's a place down the Elvis street with a style. fancy name for me that sells that for like eight dollars a slice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can make it for like forty-two cents. Exactly. But I mean, it, to me, toast super easy to make. Literally, pop it in there, spread some peanut butter. You're good to go. You get a little uh, protein from the peanut butter. Toast tastes good. And then, you know, again, as long as you got a banana that's not super brown and gross, yeah. throw, a cu- throw a couple slices on there. P- peanut or uh, banana is super healthy for you, too. It's got a lot potassium. of potassium. Potassium. So that's my go to. Easy to do. And um, yeah, I don't know. Super I, solid, how, how do you talk more about toast? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, like you said, you can put many different things on it. I mean, you know, like I like putting a little bit of jelly on mine. Now, if we're talking post hangover strictly, I'm probably not going that route because I try and stick away from the sugars. But on a non hangover path, the recipe you just uh, drew up there, Mr. B, you do a tiny, tiny, don't, don't go crazy, but a tiny little honey drizzle right on top of that banana and peanut butter. Oh, for sure. Living life. Yeah. You are living well, life. And there's a, a a place up by my mom that does like a like super I don't even know what it is like fancy honey I don't like a like, like raw like raw like ho- real honey wrote, yeah like real honey and once you have that stuff you can't ever buy that jarred stuff with the I in know. the bear you can't buy that crap anymore it's just once you have the right. really good stuff you're spoiled 
That's Absolutely. because a real foodie knows that honey does not come from bears. It comes from bees. Yes. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but so the big kid research team, before they got too drunk, they at least hit me with this little piece of knowledge that a lot of the first known uses of toast, this was really weird to me. I had a like kind of, I was like, are you sure you guys aren't drunk when you gave me this? Is In the like 14 and 1500s, they would toast bread and they would put it in their drink. Huh? Yeah. Like I, set it in there? Like just like, leave it? Yeah, and then either throw it out or eat it. But it was like you would put toasted bread oh. into your drink. And it, it didn't even clarify what drinks. It was used as a flavoring for drinks in the 14 and 1500s and either discarded or eaten. Flavoring. And there's even like some quotes from like Shakespeare of uh, the Merry Wives of Windsor, uh, Windsor. Shakespeare gives Falstaff the line, go fetch me a quart of sack, put a toast in it. Put so, a toast in it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I like that. And I don't know. Maybe it's, that was before they could figure out how to put starches and stuff, or I, I don't know. But it's just, thought, I thought that was very weird. And I guess well, what are it, some of the breads back then probably had a little more than just like a plain white bread today. So maybe it had a little bit of extra flavor in it. You know, pro- I mean? probably. Yeah, I mean, probably I mean, added something yeah. to it. So hey, if you, you guys know, I'm sure, I'm sure some bread guys listening right now going, "You idiot, you butchered that." But I just yeah, thought tell, that was that's really where we went wrong. Yeah. So, hey, if you, if, you, if you want to get real classy, go to a bar, order a beer, and be like, yeah, can I get a piece of toast for that? And they'll be like, what? <laughs> right. And then just dunk <laughs> it in there yeah, and be like – and and hence, I believe – again, this is the research team that that's where the term a t- toast came from when you do a toast at a wedding. Yeah. Interesting. Think about it. I mean, because where would, where would that come from? And I think that's where huh. what it references is the idea of toast is that you're toasting to someone's health and then you – you know, again, going back to the 14, 15, 1600s, you would have toasted bread either dipped in your sam- uh, drink or, or left in there or something. I don't know. It was very kind of weird to try to understand. But I'm marveling at the the pamphlet and of information that you have from the right. research team that even has a picture of what toast looks like in case you're not sure. Right. They got you covered, man. They're, well, because when, when, we, when, when we went into this category, they're like, wait a second. You're telling us that we can get drunk all week? To the point of, point of hangover to test this. And I was like, hey, you're the research team. Do your thing. Do we'll, you do. we'll have a nurse on staff to make sure you guys are safe. Because, yay, safety first on the Big Kids show. But Uber Bill yes. show. Yeah. <laughs> well, and before we get too carried away here, I'd like to say, if, bartender, I'll take a vodka, soda, lime, no rocks, heavy on the toast. Yes. Ooh, I like it. And then and just blow some bartender's mind. Or they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be like dude, that's the most gangster order we've had tonight. Now, I'm going to ask that research team if I can borrow their nurse for a little bit. You know what's interesting? It said, like, the whole point of toast is to make it crunchy, and then you put it into liquid, which immediately gets rid of the crunch. So it had to be for flavor only. It was was only for flavor, Mark. It was not. And that's the thing is I think depending on – Soggy bread. Depending on your – probably your wealth level is – if you're wealthy enough, you just threw the bread out. But if yeah. you weren't, you're like, hey, somebody better eat that bread. because Dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the 1400s, <laughs> you get bread, you're probably like, this is a this is a special night. All the poor <laughs> bastards out there eating soggy toast. You better eat <laughs> that bread. Did you put it in the drink again? <laughs> That's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's my toast. We're, we're moving on. We're rocking and rolling. Mark, hit me with your number two hangover food. Number two, I'm going to 
I mean, it, it makes too much sense to go the breakfast direction when we're talking about early morning. Yes, sir. And this one specifically, this is a specific, specific item, but I have a place and a menu order to go along with it. So the item at my number two spot is going to be sausage gravy and biscuits. Oh, buddy. That's that's also Rip Van Winkle style right there. You're going yes. back to bed after that. Yes. So obviously to whip up a batch of sausage gravy and biscuits ain't happening. <laughs> that's not going to happen. You got to go. After. You got to go out for that. You got to go. You got to go venture. <laughs> so where do I go venture for such a delicious meal? Let me Ooh, tell you where I, I go. I go to a place that has rocking chairs and checkers sitting there. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I go to Cracker Barrel and I get the goddamn old timer's breakfast. Because <laughs> I feel like an old timer. When I walk into that place, I feel like I'm 95. <laughs> God help me to my seat. I don't know if I can walk by myself. You might have to take me by the arm and lead me along. But sit me down, take my order. Before, don't walk away. You get the waitresses. She's like, well, I'll get your drinks first. No, 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 no. My head hurts. Just Let's bring the order in right now. I know what I want. Biscuits and gravy. Let's go. You guys ready? You got 10 seconds. All right. I'll take the old timers breakfast. Give me the sausage gravy and biscuits. I want eggs scrambled, bacon, extra crispy with grits Earn and it. fried apples. But, all, but, but ultimately, you're focused on the biscuits and gravy, it sounds exactly. like. Exactly. Right? Okay. That's that's the main that's the main piece. Question. So um, I know there's some different types of gravy. So it sounds like, do you like the like the white style sausage gravy? Yeah. So my love of it actually comes before I started drinking. My So I'm my family's, some of them are from the South. So home style sausage gravy and biscuits was like a normal homemade, like pretty regular dish that we had when I was younger. So I've always had a love affinity for sausage gravy and biscuits. And the funny thing is, like, I'm not even that huge of a sausage fan. I love bacon, but I'm not like, I'll eat sausage. That's fine. There's some good ones, but I'm not like a sausage fanatic. But something about sausage gravy and biscuits just hits the spot. And then again, I convince myself there's a lot of bread here. It's a sponge. It's going to soak up all that alcohol. It's, I feel like that's going to be a theme as we uh, work through our selections here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love some biscuits and gravy, yeah. buddy. Absolutely. Quality, quality choice. And I love the specifics of, hey, if you're going to get it, you might as well get eggs and all the fixings at Mark's favorite place, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Soon to be one of our sponsors. <laughs> 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 all right, Big Nick. Hit us with your number two hangover food. All right. So, again, this is for a different type of hangover. So, we are going to treat it differently. We're going to treat each t- kind of hangover appropriately, right? So, for the you want to go back to bed, you go with the Rip Van Winkle method. For my second method, and this is my second favorite approach to treating a hangover. This is what I call the Lance Armstrong method. (laughs) Just keep going, baby. You got to refuel, keep it light and just go. So I want some apple juice and a fruit salad and I'm out the dough. I'm out the (laughs) dough. You could just visit like a local hotel that has free continental breakfast and get that. You're you, you're right. You can, and I have. Yeah. <laughs> Big Nick does that. He's a, he's actually banned from all uh, uh, all holidays. So this is a Hyatt Regency. You're gonna have to walk out. And you know what? Those those 
those hotels, they got the apple juice that comes out of the little machine. Yeah. It's like the Mott's apple juice, and that's the yeah. golden stuff. That stuff will cure your hangover. And then a little fruit salad. Like, and I and I lean toward, I'm not much of a melon guy, but if I'm hungover, give me the melon. Give and, me the melons. And plus a lot of water content in the melon, so that's good for you. But I have to hit you with some knowledge, Big Nick. The greatest apple juice I ever had is by a company called Martinelli's. Yes. We, I had, used to drink the Martinelli's yes. all the time. I mean, once I've had that one, I was like, that's the best apple juice I've ever had in my entire life. I can never, like my the Kroger's by us rarely has it. If they do, I like buy all of it. <laughs> they used to sell it in the, did you ever get the individual serving? Yeah, the, the one that like kind of looks like an apple almost. Yeah, it's it, they used to be glass apple-shaped yeah, bottles, and now, now the they're plastic, plastic unfortunately. Yeah. And I can taste a significant difference between the glass bottle and the plastic bottle. Yeah. Agreed, but they do sell the big glass like jug of it that's like you know mm-hmm. whatever half a gallon. So shout out to Martinelli's, you make a good apple juice. That's right. Heck yeah! All right, Big Dick. That's when he's he's light and flight, and he wants to just take off and go. So right. he's gonna have a little apple juice and a delicious fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. I love it. All right, so Mister B's number two hangover pick. We're going to piggyback with Marcus. We're going biscuits and gravy, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well done. Have we had a few uh, hangover mornings, I feel like, Mr. Yeah. B? We probably were on the same No, way. we didn't. We were always <laughs> studious in college, and right. we, we did Quiet not boys. do that. Dad, if you're listening, Quiet that never boys. happened. This is Never. Yeah. Never had this a hangover was, in my life. Mark yeah. has always been a you know positive influence in my life and never made me do things <laughs> I didn't want to do. So <laughs> Never made you play checkers in the morning. But so, and I'm with you, like there's good biscuits and gravy. And then there's some, you're like, how did you guys mess this up? Um, I can taste the flour. Cracker Barrel is pretty good. Uh, There's a couple local places near here. Like I I love the mom and pop breakfast diners that make theirs. Um, I don't like the more like brownish red gravy. I I think sometimes they call that sawmill gravy, depending on where you're at. I don't like that one as much. I like the white one. And I like I like the sausage in it, but biscuits and gravy, super delicious, and I, it's filling enough for me where I'm like, ah, I feel good, I feel mm-hmm. good, absolutely. Now again, tricky to do from home. You got to go out. You got to venture. <laughs> you so be make sure you're make sure you're okay to drive. Otherwise, you got to Uber yourself to the breakfast place or whatever. But <laughs> you can Uber eats it. There you go. Problem with that. Grubhub. You get it an hour and a half later, and it's probably all soggy and gross. Some cold-ass yeah, gravy. Yes. Yeah. So, biscuits and gravy. And uh, Marcus, I'm not afraid to admit this. There's been times where I, I ordered biscuits and gravy, ate it all, and then ordered a second order of biscuits second and gravy. <laughs> There's not enough sponge in my stomach. I, need <laughs> I was going to avoid saying this, but since you brought it up. I once one night went to a TJ's okay. with my good friend who who you guys know uh, that we call the Sned. And he, oh, yeah. this man, when he is hungry, he's not a large man. He's an average sized man. He's like my height, average weight. But when he decides to throw down, <laughs> he can throw down. And, and if, he's been, if he's been drinking beer... This guy will eat you out of house and home. So we go to TJ's one night. He orders two barnyard busters. <laughs> one of them by themselves is considerable amount of food. Yeah, right? that will, will choke a donkey. <laughs> he takes them both down while we're there. 
orders one to go, a barnyard Cheers. buster to go. Yes. Wow. Now, mind you, it's about 10 p.m. when we are there, when we sit down. By the time we get home, it's about 1130 at night. He's consumed two barnyard busters in the last 90 minutes, roughly, probably under that. I wrongfully assumed that the third barnyard buster would be for breakfast the next morning. He ate the third one as soon as we got home. <laughs> oh, cheers, Ned. Cheers oh, to you, buddy. That is Woke awesome. up and he was on your toilet. <laughs> he sounds like he could hang out with one of my good friends. Uh, we'll call him Fish. He could eat you also out of house and home. So, <laughs> Indeed. I saw that guy eat two Chipotle burritos in one sitting without even blinking. So, it's like a, yeah. Those. All right. So, hey, biscuits and gravy is getting a big shout out so far of the show. Let's get into the real deal here, Marcus. The number one hangover food food of your choice. So, <laughs> I got to stay on the breakfast tip here, but the the what I'm what I'm calling out here is a little different. But I am going to share once again. Me and Mr. B, our brains are slightly melded together. So I got to go with. Eggs and regular ass toast. There's something about just the simple because you can't really mess ass up ass toast. Eggs. Regular <laughs> ass toast. No, regular ass toast. There we go. Because you you can't you can't really mess up egg. Like even if your head's burning, you know you can just crack the eggs. Ugh, whatever they take like what thirty seconds, forty five seconds to fry cook, them you up. Know what I mean, fry them up, scramble them up, whatever you want to do. You can do it right in the pan. Throw some bread from across the room into the toaster, set it on, you know, one minute and it's easy on your stomach. It's straightforward. And again, I got to give a specific meal shout out because there's some other things that go along with this in my mind that can exponentially make it even better. So we're going back out to eat again, except this time we're going back. And this was on our breakfast episode. I got to call it out again, guys. I can't help myself. Waffle House, the all-star special. You're getting eggs. You're getting toast. You're getting hash browns. Oh, my goodness. They're hash browns. Delicious. You get the waffle. You get the crispy bacon, the sausage, whatever you want. If you walk out of there hungry, it is a gosh darn miracle. It's your fault. The amount of food in front of you when you're not feeling great and you just have a smorgasbord of all those delicious options sitting right in front of you. You already feel better just looking at it, and you feel even better once you finish it. So when you bring up eggs, I got to ask you, so if you have your choice of how you want your eggs cooked, what's the number one Mark Fry, Marcus Cook egg choice? I'm a scrambled guy. I like mine scrambled. Yeah, like you can do it omelet style, but I like to put some stuff in my eggs, like mix it in. Even if I don't do it omelet style, like I love green peppers in my Mm -hmm. scrambled eggs. Mm And you can't really do that with a fried egg. You could, I guess, but they're not really connected. But yeah, I'm, I'm a scrambled guy. All right, you can do some fried eggs. You know, you get the yolk, and but uh, but yeah, scrambleds go too. And I got I got another tip for you. So uh, there's a bacon that you can buy at most convenience stores. It's exponentially more expensive than all the other bacon's, but it's I think it's called Wrights or Wright Brothers, Wrights Brothers or Wrights. Oh, and the guys that invented flying. Yeah. So after they flew, they also bacon. got right. into the ba- they got into the bacon game. But it's <laughs> it's like the best bacon I've ever had. I mean, it's really? I mean, I mean, I think for a pack, it's like can be up to fifteen bucks for a pack of bacon. But yeah. by far, just destroys the competitor mm. in bacon amazingness. So oh, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to treat yourself to a little bacon, 
I believe it's called rights. Rights. Okay. And with this inflation, it's like twenty seven ninety nine. <laughs> Correct <laughs> for two pieces. Yeah. I, I got to call out with the bacon though. This is very specific with me, I, Mr. B. I feel like you're the same way. The bacon, in your terms, has to be well done. Yes. Got to be crispy. I can't I say, stand yeah. floppy. If, if, you, if you hold it up and it, and it bends, nah, send it back. It needs, I, it needs, I literally tell them, like, burn it. Tell them yeah. to burn fully it. Fully torqued. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you want a fully torqued bacon. It's <laughs> it, you, you don't want a halfy. It's like, oh, yeah. and, and the problem is I've made that mistake, Mark, where I was like, I was like, you get as close to burning it. And then I think they were mad at me. So they're like, cool. And they just burnt the shit out of it. And I was <laughs> I like, still prefer that. I, I, I was like, this is still better than the yeah. like half cooked bacon. So thank you. I would take an all black piece of bacon over a floppy you Nobody know, wants some limp, bacon. some limp ass bacon. No, we no want fully money. torqued bacon here at the Big Kid Show. <laughs> oh, and I got, I'm going to hit you another pro tip. If you have one of those grills that has like the side burner, yeah. cook, your, cook your bacon outside. Your house doesn't smell like bacon. Yeah, I use the Blackstone, man. You can do mm-hmm. everything that they do in the All-Star Special on a Blackstone. You can cook your hash browns next to your eggs, next it's to your- It's a griddle. It's a griddle. Bacon, it's perfect. It's beautiful. Well, and Mark is like two steps away from opening up his own private Waffle House. <laughs> I'm going to call it my Popple House. No, I don't even know. I got I to call out one thing. Here. <laughs> yeah, we won't do that again. Yikes. I got to call out one thing, though, guys. And this is, this kind of is a- overarching that should go along with any of my three options. And I was going to make it an option, but it's only a beverage. So I I figured I'd just call it out separately, but the secret sauce to any hangover gentlemen, and you probably already know this, but for those of you rookies out there, you youngins learn up. The secret is before you fall asleep, the night of drinking, get yourself a 32 ounce Gatorade. (laughs) <laughs> and you drink that entire 32-ounce Gatorade before you go to bed. It can be the last thing you put in your body right before you fall asleep. You're welcome. That's all I got to say. You're welcome. Mark is, a, is an athletic, hydrated machine when he That's goes right. to bed. Hey, what's what's the one number one thing that causes hangovers? Lack of electrolytes. They say Pedialyte. I, I can't choke down Pedialyte. I tried it. <laughs> that stuff's god-awful. And I got kids. But Gatorade, doesn't matter what flavor. 32 ounces, drink that bad boy down before you go to bed. Your, your sausage, gravy, and biscuits and waffles will be a lot more delicious in the morning. Very good. Hey, love the number one pick, buddy. All right, Big Nick, hit us with your number one hangover food. Okay, again, treating different kinds of hangovers. There's different <laughs> methods to do this. You want to go back to bed? Rip Van Winkle method. You got to get up and go. Keep it light. You go with the Lance Armstrong method. <laughs> Now, my absolute favorite approach to treating a hangover is what I call the Britney Spears method. That's right. Hit me, baby, one more time. Let's get back on this roller coaster and make some more bad decisions. This is where you just get drunk again and try your damnedest to look good doing it. But truly, you're just going to end up half naked and a hot mess. That's got to be me. <laughs> so I'm going to get a big, fat, bloody Mary, and I'm just going to get go after it one more time. Nice. And specifically, I like the Bloody Mary from, a, a very sadly, RIP, a restaurant that no longer exists. It, it fell victim to COVID and the, the shutdowns. Uh, but there was a place here in North Columbus called the Worthington Inn. It, it was only like 100 years old before it finally closed down. They had a Bloody Mary, 
and it was specifically on Sundays. So you're probably having this as a hangover cure, or at least a lot of people in they the Worthington area were. And it's it's a $10 Bloody Mary. And Ooh. who knows with inflation what it would be today. But $72. It, it's watershed vodka. And now here's the thing. They bring you out this little card. It looks like a bookmark almost. And it's got these little check boxes next to it. And next to each checkbox is 15 different kinds of garnishes that they will put the, in there. The accoutrement. There is no upcharge for any of these garnishes. It's all included in the $10. So you have 15 different options for garnishes. And then they also have nine hot sauces to choose from that Whoa, they put they put on the bar. And you can just kind of you know take, take a gander and, and put whichever yeah. ones you want in there. So the 15 garnishes. Now, the thing is, they would always bring me the card. And they bring it to you before they bring out your Bloody Mary, obviously, because they're going to dress it up before they bring it to you. And the Bloody Mary served in a nice big glass. And I always told them as soon as they brought the card, I'm like, I don't need the card. I'm you know, a pro. Why not? They go, I go, because I want every, whatever, you know, all 15, just bring me all 15. It's a waste <laughs> of, it's a waste of paper. I'm trying to conserve trees here. It's like a flight at a brewery. <laughs> well, you know, somebody had asked, posed the question. And again, we don't know what anybody's answers are going to be here. So. Somebody opposed the question, are we allowed to include a drink with our with our meal or are we allowed to include a, a drink as an option? And Bloody Mary, to me, is is my favorite hangover cure. But this one in particular, it's a damn meal, too. You just get all 15 garnishes, baby. So here's what they are. We got celery, carrot, cucumber, green olive, clamato olive, dill pickle, pickled hot pepper, bacon, salami, Pickled green bean, pearl onion, <laughs> pickled jalapeno pepper, spring onion, cheese, and cherry tomato. That's what comes in my Bloody Mary. It's a full meal. So it's a salad with a, a Bloody Mary. With, with and, vodka. It's a salad yeah, with it's a vodka. a full meal by itself. And Absolutely. then here's your hot sauce choices. Tabasco, sriracha, Cajun curry fruit, Cajun's. Uh, Chipotle, Cajuns, it's Cajuns. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Habanero, magma, magma, hot sauce, Gwendolyn's pepper sauce. You can choose from red or green. Chef Tom's house-made holy hell habanero sauce. So those are the ones that you can choose from. (laughs) I I went through that long description to tell you that my hot sauce choice is not as fancy as just getting all 15 garnishes. I just take a little bit of Tabasco and bloop, 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 bloop. Boom, bang, wham, pow, boom. We're having fun. Well, that's what I was going to ask you is do you like yours a little spicy or a little oh, I go, I go a little, just a little spicy. And you know what? If it's if I'm having a really good day, just like Britney Spears, I get a second Bloody Mary and then I take my top <laughs> off and I run around. And they're like, that's a lot of pickled stuff, man. I just got to yeah. say, like, I heard like five, six, seven, eight pickled <laughs> well, things. In there. I, th- I think with uh, she's ha- not pickled. I hate, I hate, usually also a hangover is a sodium depletion. So pickled stuff would have a lot of sodium in it. So in theory, that would aid in a hangover maybe yeah i don't know you you've seen this dad bod there's sodium depletion has i've not experienced that in 30 years (laughs) (laughs) what's that i love it but hey big nick that's not a drink that's called a drink with a salad piled on that's right i I, am pictured that thing when it comes out it's gonna tip over with all that stuff on top (laughs) oh i'll tell you the first time i ever got one it was when they brought it out 
I was, I mean, it was like, oh, you know, like I just thought like put a halo above that server's head because that person is beautiful too. <laughs> That's like a full tray just to accompany mount a drink. Yeah, I did not want to leave. I did not want to leave that first time. And it, it kept me coming back and, and I'm shocked that they went out of business and, too bad. and, and a little hurt, frankly. Yeah. Hey, we'll start a campaign to bring it back. Whatever it can go. take. All right. Big Nick's got, we'll simply call it Bloody Mary, but really it's Bloody Mary plus 15 other items <laughs> and your choice of hot sauce. Love that pick, Big Nick. All right. So Mr. B's, as you guys can see with my theme, I'm very breakfast heavy. So for my number one, I'm very close to Mark. I'm going to go straight up bacon and eggs. Mm, there you go. And uh, part of it is bacon's easy to cook. Eggs easy to cook. You can make it at home. And I I like scrambled, but I also like fried. And if I get them fried or whatever, I usually prefer over medium. Ooh. I learned that from my pops. I don't like them over easy. I don't like them too cooked. I like a little liquid, but not too much liquid. So that's yeah, too much liquid can be a little much. Yeah. For so me. we'll go over medium and you know season up the eggs with a little pepper. And if if I'm feeling real crazy, you throw some hot sauce on it. Little little go. little Cholua Chipotle if you want to go real nutso, but oh yeah, whatever you want. Well, I want to go real nutso. Yes, I know you do, buddy. <laughs> that's why I mentioned that. So that's my number one: a little bacon and eggs. Before, you know, and, and this would be a good segue into our honorable mentions here, but I'm a little surprised, walk that back, shocked, frankly. Nay, that, shocked. So this, this, as if, if you're at, at home and you've not figured this out yet, this is an audio show, right? There's no video to this show. So many of our wonderful listeners out there in big kid land, what they do not know is that our muscle-bound friend here, Mr. B, he's about three visits from the gym from cutting the sleeves off of every one of his shirts. So I was shocked <laughs> that that steak and eggs did not hit the uh, the Mr. B. Uh, steak and eggs. And so I love some steak and eggs, but usually I'm not going to wake up and make a steak in the morning. Okay. That's so, true. But, but many a times I've went out to breakfast and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the steak and eggs because... Yeah. I want to I want to eat that. And there's something about eating a steak with some eggs. I don't know why it just tastes delicious. It is. It's fantastic. I, and I can eat I can eat breakfast food 24 hours a day. I can eat it for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I love breakfast food. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but I just I can. I mean, I we've had breakfast for dinner many a times in yeah, in, in the Mr. B household. Breakfast so. for dinner is a staple go-to in our house. Yes. Yeah. So. And, and it's easy. I mean, eggs are cheap. And I was going to say, it's usually a cheap uh, option too. Like it's a, a more affordable option a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Lo- and that's love the key. I mean, and now I want some steak and eggs. God <laughs> bless America, Big Nick. Why'd you do that to me? Well, and, and one thing that's always brought up with hangovers is eating greasy food, you know, can help aid in the getting rid of a hangover. Now, you know, I don't know how much. It, it really has to do after the fact. Everything, a lot of the stuff I've read is really it's for the fact that actually helps the fat from the grease kind of helps line the stomach. At least it's what the research team's telling me, and it can kind of prevent the alcohol from soaking in, you know, quite as much. But there's still something about greasy food the morning after that just feels so satisfying. And, and I think that gets into your hunger level of what your what what your appetites eat because. Yeah. When you get when you get into symptoms of a hangover, is it nausea? Some people are nauseated, so they don't want to eat. 
Other people are like, I want to eat the greasiest stuff known to man. Everybody's a little bit different. Well, and according to one of the wisest men in existence, Ron Swanson yes. says that the uh, you want to consume proteins and you know red meat proteins because they uh, absorb and combat the high level of sugar intake that you did the night before. I don't know if that's true, but I do not make it a habit to 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 question. The one Ronald Swanson. Oh, nor should anyone else. But the, <laughs> the truth being out there, Listerland, if you want to avoid a hangover, drink in moderation or don't drink at all. <laughs> or do the uh, alcohol drink, water drink, alcohol yes. drink, water drink. H- hence, moder- water. hence moderation. But exactly. yeah, most of the things that the big kid research team came at me with like of cures for a hangover usually are false. Like the idea of many people think if you drink coffee, that'll make you feel better. It's like, no, now nope. you're, now you're just very uh, caffeinated and feel like crap nope. or <laughs> um, like you guys remember the whole thing, like a uh, beer before liquor, never been sicker. Yeah. You've heard that before. Oh yeah. That's, that's really not a thing. It's because usually it's just the idea is you drank so much that at the end of the night you felt like shots were a good idea. Well, <laughs> hence you're going to have a hangover. Yes. See, I, 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 I don't live by that rule anymore, but in my twenties, I lived by that rule because I, oh, yeah. I would do what you just described, right? Mr. B like you drink beer all night and then somebody hands you a shot. Next thing you know, you do two or three shots, but I always kind of like, envisioned that down there in the tum in the tummy area that we had like you know we got got a couple couple heinekens right and that you know you know how strict and rude the the germs the germans can be and then uh and then and then you you get maybe a couple of budweiser's i mean these jerks think they're the kings of everything right so now you get you get a room full of jerks down there and then you're like you know what you know what's going to straighten these turds out? Uh, how about a little drop a little Jagerbeister down Jager in there, Meister. and then they start fighting. They all start fighting down there. <laughs> Red Bulls in there. You guys remember God. the old and commercial? That is, that is the actual definition of rumbly in the tumbly. Yes, and then you are in you are in trouble, my friends. That is true. There's I need to catch a, off there, Big Nick. Do you remember the commercial of? It was when Macho Man, pretty sure when Macho Man started to get involved with the Slim Jim and he'd eat the Slim Jim and the Slim Jim went down into the stomach and tried to fight all the other foods that were in the stomach. Yes, That's yes. what I always thought of when I thought of beer and then dropping a few shots in underneath it. It was the Macho Man Randy Savage going into your stomach going, oh yeah, brother. I, th- I think and I think it was the very brilliant comedian Jim Brewer. He had a, a little little bit about that like you know you start drinking this and then you have this in there and then at the end you throw in some tequila shots and everyone starts fist fighting in your stomach i I think it was jim brewer but that's funny to listen to if you can find it well and speaking of food fights you know every fight is a food fight if you're a cannibal solid point buddy indeed solid point (laughs) all right so I know we heard a couple on this. a cannibal joke. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it classy. Yes. All right. Any other honorable mentions before we recap and sign out of here? Just one. I, I got to throw a little love to a good old baked potato. Honestly, oh. like there's something just with like a, the starchiness of the yeah. potato. Again, you kind of think like spongy. You could get away with really any kind of potato, French fries, whatever. But But a baked potato to me was always kind of a nice little... 
rebalance. You know, as long as you don't go too crazy with like sour cream and butter, you're going to end up curdling your stomach. But so you, so you got to wake up an hour ahead of time, throw that bad boy in the exactly. oven, and then come back exactly. to bed. <laughs> no, if you remember when I worked in Montgomery Inn, I just come home with baked potatoes. <laughs> oh, we had baked potatoes. Potato? We had baked potatoes for days. I would eat a cold baked potato straight up. Cold no issues. Potato. No issues. Hand now, me a fork. Let's get it, to work. Now it makes sense why like I would see you bring some potatoes home and then like I'd wake up and be like, where'd all the potatoes go? Why is there so much foil in the trash? Yeah. Mark, you ate two baked potatoes at six in the morning, you crazy bastard. <laughs> Nothing on it. Not even warmed up. <laughs> and the only thing I, I can think of is big Nick already said this. I think delicious apple juice in the morning always tastes oh, really good. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. something about the sugar and the flavor of the apple juice. And yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, I'll throw this in as a, as an honorable mention. It's not a food, but it is certainly a go-to for me for, for hangover waffle house. And I've mentioned this before Alice's iced tea, the, the sweet tea at waffle mm-hmm. house, that stuff. I don't know what it is. It, I, it does not matter what kind of mood I'm in, what kind of hangover, what kind of day I'm experiencing. I have some of that Alice's sweet tea. Everything just got a whole lot sweeter, baby. Oh yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Big, big Nick loves his Alice's sweet tea. All right, let's recap this before we get out of here. Mark his number three pizza, preferably Adriatico's number two from Marcus. He's got sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Ideally, it's Cracker Barrel, but he'll take whatever you got. Anybody? And it's number one, eggs and some regular-ass toast. Regular-ass <laughs> toast. <laughs> Big Nick is number three, grilled cheese and tomato soup. No American cheese. We got apple juice and a fruit salad. Give me a fruit cocktail. <laughs> and, and then we got the Bloody Mary with the salad of accoutrement. <laughs> The meal that comes yes. with the, the blood <laughs> And then Mr. B's number three, toast with peanut butter, maybe a little banana. Number two, biscuits and gravy, of course. And number one, straight up bacon and eggs. Gentlemen, oh, anything good. anything else before we sign off on this amazing think, Hangover Foods episode? I think we're good, gentlemen. I think we've covered all of our uh, Hangover bases. All right, big kids out there. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We love you guys. We will see you soon. We always drop it on Sundays. So check us out. We are The Big Kid Show. Drink responsibly. Yes. Gatorade.